Jada Ferguson, Long, Gale Broughton, Danger here. Hufunga has four! Mele Hufunga! Brisbane just keep going left and Mele just keeps scoring. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Uh, welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray. Mele, um, I think, I hope I can get her name right. Hufunga, I think her name was. Scored four tries. Gee, she was unstoppable yesterday for the Broncos. I just want to read this text out yeah. before we go to Buzz. It's from Swan Supporter. Good morning, guys. You should really change the name of your show to something like the Big Rugby League Breakfast Show, plus a bit of other sports. AFL Sydney Derby barely gets to mention, but I'm not surprised. Well, we did mention it. We went through the scores, and then we discussed Buddy Franklin. Mm-hmm. And Swan Supporter, whoever you are, you're more than welcome to come in here one day and to check out the hundreds and hundreds of texts we get every week and probably 90 to 95 of Rugby League in terms of percentage. Yeah. So you target your audience. And for Swan Supporter, we do touch on other sports, but it is a Rugby League-dominated state, and that's why we discuss Rugby League heavily. Yeah, though I do love We all do, AFL. Ray. We all do. But AFL. you come in here, as you know better than anybody, mm. and it's very heavily Rugby League. Yeah, Phil Buzz Rothwell's about to join us. He knows Rugby League well. This is from Annie. How good was that bloke who can buy 12 beers and carry them? But he's, then she says her sportswoman... And a number of people have said this as well. Anna Mears, inspirational. Great show, boys, and thrill you and Tanya had a great holiday. Thanks so much, Annie. Phil Buzz Rothfield joins us. Buzz, good morning. I don't, don't know if you heard Tanya's story, but it would have been one of the all-time oh. great feats of that bloke had made oh. the chair with his 12 beers. <laughs> good Mate, morning, wasn't Buzz. That yeah, good morning, guys. Wasn't that standing story? That would have been you and your and You know what Buzz? made me laugh? Yeah. You know what made me laugh, Bulldog? I've seen you wobble back from the bar with two scotch and cokes and not, not me how to manage two of them. Phil, <laughs> I'm happy to start telling <laughs> stories. Yeah. Oh, what a funny story. Oh, it was fantastic. Hey, um, yeah. Buzz, gee, it's been good to get back into the rugby league this weekend. Zorb made a point earlier, and I think it was well made. It, it's been a lot of stoppages this weekend, and I've noticed since I've been back, Buzz, and I don't know whether it's just been a one-off, but... High penalty yeah. counts, referees getting involved. Uh, is it just a one-off thing, hopefully, Buzz? Uh, look, I hope so, Rachel. The referee, you know, pretty good. Mm. After we finally got rid of the hip drop crackdown, you know, we had, we've had a reasonable run. Yep. But, you know, it's a really exciting period in the game. We've, what, four weeks out from the finals. There's a lot of teams juggling their futures, you know, to... To play finals and they're spoiling it. That Manly Roosters game was a shock of the other night. Stop, start, stop, start. It was a terrible game. I don't like watching footy at the cricket ground anyway. But it's just nitpicking. And it's happened all of a sudden. And they are denying it's a crackdown. But the, the fact of the matter is they are refereeing games differently this weekend to what they have all season. Just, do you agree, Doggy? Yeah, yeah, I do agree, Buzz. I just hope it doesn't take over the back end of the year. It's always such an exciting time. We want to see the best players in the best games with the best teams. And I just hope the bloke in the middle who loves his whistle and loves prancing around and the bloke up in the bunker who loves to stick his nose in at every opportunity, yeah. <laughs> I hope they both stay out of it and let the game be played by players and won by players. Look, I didn't think is... they were two send-offs, Buzz. I, I thought, look... At worst, no, they were well, on report they and sin bins. But again, there's yeah. this overreaction. Go to the bunker. They mm. go into a panic and mm. they then go, send him off. It's like, stay out of it. You know what? Um, 
I'm so excited watching this Broncos side. Yeah. They are a magnificent rugby league. I love watching Ponga at Newcastle, the he's form he's in, and, I lo- and, and Walsh at, out the back at the Broncos. And You know, don't spoil it. Mm. You know, the, we have potentially the most exciting 10, what, or eight weeks ahead of us. Stop nitpicking. Mm. You know, it's... And look, Unless it's something, the the one instance should have been a send off was Regan Campbell Gillard's knees to the back while you were away. Uh, I did Ray. see that. I did see it, and yeah, it was. Yeah, that that's a send off. Yeah. Agreed. What about Jerome Luai on Friday night, Buzz? What was your take on that? Oh, I didn't have too many problems with okay. it, Ray. Okay. You know, you know, mm. it's been been sufficient in my view. Mm. Buzz, your column today. What's the buzz in today's Sunday Telegraph? Always a must-read. Great double page full of information and mm. quirky stories. Joseph Suili'i, mm. run us through your story you've got in there today, Phil. Uh, Joseph Suali'i yes. um, has a year to go on his contract at the Roosters on $700,000, but a, a season. But look, I'm not giving out a scoop here. Everyone knows the Roosters are very, very keen to move him on early. Um, not necessarily. Joseph's not playing awful, but he's not playing as um, as well as we all expected. And they've got Dominic Young arriving from Newcastle next year to take his position. They want to save $700,000 and they want rugby to take him a year early. So the story is, I've written about, the idea has been floated in Rugby Union for Joseph Swalihi to go to Paris Olympic Games next year as a member of the uh, Australian Sevens team. He's got the size, strength, speed to, I think, be an ideal rugby Sevens player. And So I don't think we'll be seeing too much of him at Moore Park with the Roosters next year. It's more likely he'll get a, a moment he'll cherish for a lifetime and, mm. and uh, yeah, compete at the Olympic Games and yeah, it'd be very exciting for him. Yeah, that would be huge. Hey, Buzz, you mentioned the Broncos earlier and how exciting they are to watch. Whether you follow the Broncos or not, they are great to watch. A couple of players there, though, are seriously getting underpaid, aren't they, um, what they're showing this year? Yeah. Ezra Mam and Reese Walsh. And and like the Panthers, with success come some consequences in the salary cap yeah. pressure. Um, what yeah. do you think might happen who's with this Broncos the, who's the, uh, I'm just trying to name all the... Players, Bulldog, the Panthers have had to lose, starting with Burton, Matt Crichton, Burton and Corusau. Corusau says it's four premiership players. Yeah, Abby Corusau. Mm. So, so what comes with winning titles and being up the top of the ladder is uh, salary cap pressure. And the Broncos have already lost what Herbie Farnsworth and Thomas Flegler to the Dolphins for next year. Um, the problem they've got is. They expected Adam Reynolds to retire next year. So uh, from 2025 on, they'd save nearly a million in their salary cap. But he's playing so well, he Mm. justifiably wants to extend for another year. And that's going to cause issues with the cap because uh, Ezra Mann, as I've written this morning, one of the form five rates in the competition is on only $240,000 and could probably get up Six, seven hundred, eight hundred, and another club. Yeah, yeah easy. Yeah. Reese Walsh only oh. on four fifty. To probably get a million mm. elsewhere. Payne Huss is on nine hundred, but wants one point two. And 
all this money won't squeeze into the cap. Mm. Um, so there's going to be, apart from Farnsworth and Flegler, I, I think there's pressure there that maybe they have to lose Payne Haas to keep Walsh and Ezra Mam and Reynolds. Who knows? Buzz. It's tight though, isn't it, dog? Mm. It's a tough call for Kevin Walters and their team up there. Yeah, it's always a moving moving parts that salary caps and it's very very difficult to manage. Justin Ollenbuzz, you're right in your column this morning that he could be on the outer at Melbourne Storm and a second part of my question is while talking about the Storm, did you happen to catch any highlights uh, re-Ryan Pappenhausen? I didn't catch up with Pappenhausen, dog but um, I, I've read Travis Main's piece today and it was impressive but look, it wasn't as we'd expect, the ride Pappenhausen of old, and it's going to take two or three weeks, I think, before he's ready to show anything really explosive that we're used to from a superstar player. So I tell you what, judging by their performance against Penrith, they're going to need something. Um, you know, if they're going to, you know, challenge those top two teams, the Broncos and Penrith. Justin Ollum's a really interesting story. Bulldog, he's 29 years of age, PNG. Um, two weeks ago, sent to play Q Cup. Um, look, he won the Dally M Centre of the Year in 2021 and Storm decided to pay him, you know, like a Dally M Centre should be paid. They extended him until the end of 26. But Storm... You know, a little bit disappointed how it's worked out this year. He did break his arm earlier, in fairness, but he hasn't played anything anywhere near like that 2021 form. And I think there's some quiet things happening in the background where other clubs are being made aware that if they were interested, step forward and make an offer. Mm. So we'll watch that one play out. Fair enough. Hey, Buzz, you, you mentioned two um, wonderful media personalities in your columns and your media buzz section, Darren Flindell, great mate of mine and a wonderful caller. And in a separate piece, a legendary sporting journal in Ian Heads. Both wonderful men have made great contributions to their sports and, and yeah. to their professions, Buzz. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a massive fan of Darren Flindell, mate. He, he might come just be a normal sort of guy because you run into the races every Saturday, you know. And, but as someone who has watched his career develop by Hong Kong and, uh, you know, he's he's one of my heroes, to be honest. He I love his... He loves the Tigers, Buzz. He, and that's oh, what, isn't his, he? His great wish in life is to call a Tigers game. Yeah, well, wouldn't it be great? You know, um, I did a piece on him. Might have been six, seven weeks ago. He he called nine races at Rose Hill, raced out. They reckon he he, he was going quicker than Winks to get to his Uber <laughs> to get to Leichhardt Oval. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he got there, and uh, yeah, he was putting up selfies on uh, his social media. Where he's quite active, and no, he's a real character. And didn't know he's a bank teller at Bexley before no, I didn't he know that. Yeah. started and calling the dog. Yeah, no, he's a great man. And Ian Heads, I think, quite rightly has entered in the Hall of Fame there at the SCG where he's covered so many great sports and so many great rugby league games. Yeah, and the story was a really, really special uh, function, mate. Um, Ian Heads and George Piggins were honoured by the uh, NRL and really, really fitting uh, considering their contributions to the game. And 
Ian uh, was my original boss at the mm. Telegraph back in the late 70s and was enormous help. I know he was to you too, Bulldog, as a young journo. He used to send stories in and critique your copy. And Yeah, certainly a legendary figure in rugby league and his award is well-deserved. Exactly, yeah. Hey, Buzz, we can't let you go without your tips for today's two games. And as I said a few times today, these are must-win games for Parramatta and Canberra as they head hopefully towards September. Yeah, a few results have gone uh, Parramatta's way, haven't they, mm. over the weekend? Um, so if they win, they're, they're equal eight, I think. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just about. So, look, they've got everything to play for, and they've got a guy called Dylan Brown back. Mm. And he has a debt to repay his teammates, his fans, his sponsors, the works. I typically have a blinder today, and they'll win. Look, Canberra were dreadful last week. Who were they? Who beat them last week? I forgot. Forget. They were horrible. They really were. One of the well, worst. Was it the Titans? Was... Gold Coast, was it, by memory? And Manly, wasn't it? Man- Manly, that's Manly right. 44-16 or something, yeah. Yeah, they were awful. Um, I expect they'll bounce back today. Look, the West Tigers haven't got that much to offer. Um, so, uh, look, it's not the most exciting game of the round, is it? But, uh, look, I, I think they'll be too strong. And I'll be keeping an eye on the NRLW today too, boys. I'm enjoying that. The skill level increases again this year. It's really good footy. Yeah, no, it's been good to watch. Hey, Buzz, great to have you on, as always, on a Sunday morning. And we'll talk next week. I was going to come on and sing you the Cronulla Sharks team oh. song. Up, up, Cronulla. You wrote them off Sporting. last week. You said they wouldn't make the finals. Sorry? You said they wouldn't make the yeah, finals last week. You know, for the first time in two years, dog, I didn't tip them. <laughs> that might be the secret, Buzz. I didn't think we were a hope against South. But anyway. They played well. Uh, they nothing played like well. being a rock-solid yeah. fan. Yeah, that's rugby league. Yeah. Hey, good on you, Buzz. We'll Thanks, Buzz. Thanks, mate. See you, boys.